What it do, ladies and gentlemen? Caleb can't too. You already know, it's Caleb's Corner. Welcome back. It has been such a long time. I am so sorry that it's been such a long time, right? I feel bad, but also I don't feel bad because the reason it's been such a long time is I've been taking myself as a priority and I've come to the conclusion that in order to be the most successful person that you can be, you have to put yourself first sometimes and you have to take into account all the actions that you've been doing and all the behavior that's been adding up and how it's good for you or it's not good for you. And so I took that into consideration and decided to take a break, but I'm back, I'm 100%, and I feel good. And you already know I'm back with my boy Essay, AKA Juice. What good with you, man. Hey, hey I'm, I'm glad to be back, bro. It's glad been a minute. To be back. So that being minute. said, um, we got some shots out here. We're gonna have a good conversation. We're gonna have good talk, and I hope you guys enjoy the ride. Might be a little bit long, but it's gonna be a smooth one. More life. More life, bro. Woo! That was good. All right. What was that? I believe that was Black Label. Say. Ooh, do say. Do say. I was, I was thinking Henny for a second. I was like, no, 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 no. This is not that. I definitely was like, not. Yeah. <laughs> definitely not Henny. But hell yeah, guys. Welcome back to the show. So much has been going on. Uh, in the world, but specifically, we're gonna talk about Jews. How you been doing, bro? Man, every day above ground is a great day. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, every and day above ground is a great day. Nah, but bro, I've been busy. You know, finishing this one of the last semesters of school I got. Absolutely. Uh, track season just ended for me. Um, you know, starting my summer routine with my internship and all the different things that I have going on, moving on to the future, trying to graduate, you know, right, all yeah. that stuff. So it's been a lot lately, but, you know, we making it through. <laughs> you know, you got to keep me moving forward. Absolutely, man. I'm right there with you. I've had a lot of transitions in my life the past couple of months. I'm also trying to finish school, you know, yeah. definitely trying to get that degree. And I'm trying to get that within the next couple of weeks. Oh, so wow. if I could finish in the next couple of weeks, bro. We are A1, we're set, we're good to go. Gucci. And, you know, my birthday's actually this weekend, bro. Yes, sir. You know, yeah, it's coming through going for up. the birthday party. It's going up. It's going to be a good time, ladies and gentlemen. If you're not there, you're square. <laughs> I'm just letting you know right now. But <laughs> we've definitely nice. been through a lot of transitions. I even got a new job, you know, yep. straight up. So we leveling up in a million different ways. And it's so great to see all your boys level up. Facts. There's something about, even the Bible says this, ladies and gentlemen, is that iron sharpens iron, so is one man sharpens another. Come on. And if you aren't surrounded by people that you feel will have a positive influence in your life then unfortunately they're not going to you know it, it is something that you kind of have to take into consideration is the people that you're spending your time with whether it be a couple seconds here and there whether it be a day out of a month or even you know you're spending every single day with them the more time that you spend someone is the more time that they have to affect you to affect your personalities your behaviors and really your work ethic you don't really take into consideration how much you don't get done when you're being unproductive but three hours go by let's say on a productive day you've gotten your test done you've gotten a workout in right you've been doing great three hours go by with the wrong person and you drunk as hell you know you're not really accomplishing the things that you said you wanted to accomplish so I think it's super important to take into consideration that everybody in your life is there because you chose them and they're also there because you allow them to be there. And that comes down to making that tough decision of 
Are they really what's best for me? And if they're not, how can I help them be better? And if you can't help them, you can't help them. You know, sometimes people can't go apart. Can't save everybody. Can't save everybody. <laughs> can't can't save everybody. You can't save everybody, but you can make sure to save yourself. You know, because if you yourself isn't protected, if you yourself isn't safe, how can you save other people? Bro, you know? what, what does Tupac say? Tupac says, in order to change the world, we must change ourselves first. You know what I'm saying? Like, change, make change. Like, you know, just how hurt people hurt people, you know, like, bless people, bless people. So it's like, if, if you're not right within yourself, you can't change the things around you. It all starts with from within, and it's a chain reaction, you know what I'm saying? It's a chain reaction, dude. It really comes down to who you are and how you're affecting other people. And if the people in your life aren't affecting you in the best way and you've come to the conclusion that due to that you're not affecting everybody else in a positive way then just take some time to reevaluate because you don't want to make any rash decisions rash decisions are for rash people and they usually end up with regret right so you want to make sure that you're calculating every decision don't overthink it. Overthinking is the worst possible thing you could do because yeah. <laughs> when you're overthinking, I heard something very recently. It was anxiety is what happens when you think too much about the future and depression is what happens when you think too much about the past. Mm. Kind of want to find a good middle ground. Okay. So that way you're not overthinking Being present. about... Exactly. You want to be in the moment. You want to be present because if you're not thinking too much about the future, then you could fall behind. And if you're not thinking too much about the past, then you'll repeat the mistakes you've already made. Yeah. So you want to be mindful of where you are, where you've been, and where you're going. It'll really help you get a good orientation of the direction that you got in your life, as well as a good understanding of what your mental health is. Because mental health is so important, ladies and gentlemen. I need it's everybody crucial. to understand that. Crucial. It's so important. It's not something that you just want to talk to your boys, talk to your girls about. Like, hey, are you guys doing good? I want to make sure that you're doing good. Yeah. Well, how are you doing? Honey, like, <laughs> are you doing good? Like, l literally, though, like, have you asked yourself that question? Because you're so quick to help other people, and that's a great quality. Nobody's, nobody's denying that. Keep doing that. But don't forget to check on yourself. Because if you don't, there might not be a lot of people that do, right? Right. You'll slip through the cracks. It and starts with accountability and self-awareness, you know? Like, a lot of people don't really have that, like inner monologue you know that they can talk to themselves and, and figure things out you know like some people need a little bit extra because they don't not everybody thinks the same not everybody's brain works the same and you have to understand what works for you because what worked for somebody else may not work for you so in order to find your balance you have to literally sit there and like talk to yourself to figure out what it is that you're feeling you know what i'm saying my mom is a therapist so she helps me understand like the way that we think and the way that um, we can really distort our reality. It's called the cognitive distortion and like it's like how we can convince ourselves of something so horrible That's not real. You know, it's like we had a bad day because let's say we called one of our friends to hang out and they was like Oh, no, I can't and then like maybe you forgot to do something You know, one of your parents is mad at you. You know what I'm saying? And like now your cognitive distortion is everybody hates me You know when it's like you could call a list of ten people You know what I'm saying and know that not everybody hates you you know what I'm saying? But like right now it feels like that. So it's like how our brain can really consume our reality if we're not careful of it. If we're not able to stop our, our thoughts and our tracks and be like, no, nah, this isn't that. Even though it looks and feels like that, I got to trust that. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm just tripping right now because I'm feeling all the emotions, you know? So, Absolutely. Yeah. That's such an excellent way to put that. I can't believe you're a therapist, bro. That yeah. explains a lot about yeah. your mental awareness, your capability. Love mm -hmm. that. Yeah. 
we learning things here on KF's Corner. Exactly. <laughs> she works she works from home, so right now she does like virtual sessions. Mm. So like she'll be in her office, but like her office is downstairs, like by the kitchen. Right. So I'll be making breakfast and I'll just hear her talking about like she always talks about like what I'm going through. It's so crazy. So like one one day I was just making eggs and she was like, Yeah, you're always feeling defensive because this, that, and that, and you you feel like you're being attacked. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And I like turned around and I was like, I was like, I was like, I was like, what, mom? Like, have you been reading my messages or what? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how you know? Um, but it's just so funny. Like, sometimes I tease her. I'm like, I'm just trying to make breakfast, mom. You know, it's eight thirty a.m. and you dropping knowledge like this early. It's seven in the morning. It's seven in the morning. It's seven in the morning. It's seven in the morning, dude. That I love that you just said that, bro, because that is such a great reality of like sometimes going through depression and sometimes going through anxiety. Is that low key you feel but yourself you feel alone and you feel like nobody else knows what you're going through literally essays making breakfast and a complete stranger <laughs> that his mom is having a session with is going through the exact same exact thing exact same thing so that's an excellent reminder that we're not alone in our problems and as terrifying and insignificant as that could make you feel you could take it as well you know what if i'm not alone in my problems that means that other people have succeeded. Yeah. They've gotten past this. And they've gotten it through help. And if help is necessary, there's, no, there's nothing wrong in asking for help. Mm -hmm. I think this stigma of, oh, I have to do it by myself is, oh, I can't, I can't ask for help. I'm not, I'm not really a player. I'm not really uh, doing the best that I can if I have to ask for help. No. Yeah. Like, everybody's going to need help sometimes. Yeah. Every single person. Every single person falls down. And if you break your leg due to something traumatic something to something that you just can't get through by yourself that emotional support is more than more than helpful it's necessary because if you don't have a strong circle surrounding you this all goes back to what we were originally talking about right this all goes back to hurt people hurt people bless people bless people who you surround yourself is who you are so if you don't have someone that can support you and can be there for you on your times that you're not going through it then it's going to be much, much, much harder for you to get through it by yourself. Yeah. And we were just talking about that too, is you got to make sure that you're asking yourself those questions. If you're not asking yourself those questions and you're only surrounded by people who care about themselves, guess who is taking care of? Everybody but you. Everybody but you. They and say so, that to you at the beginning of the day, you start off with a cup, you know what I'm saying? And it's right. full. And like throughout your day, you know, you start watering the things that are in your life, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, like, pour out for some friends, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just saw my friends and they have something to talk to me about. They got to unload on me. Okay, for sure, let me pour some out. I'll give you some. Uh, I'm full, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Walk up to some something else you got to do. Okay, you got to, let's say you play sport, you're in band after school. Okay, like, let me pour some of this in there because, you know what I'm saying? Like, and you're just pouring all day, all day, all day. And then, like, you either go home or go hang out with friends or go do whatever it is outside of your main, you know what I'm saying, goals and purpose in life, and you're pouring even more. You know what I'm saying? When do you get refilled if you're just pouring out to everybody? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. what's going to happen the next day? Like, you're going to wake up and you're not going to have, your glass not going to be full. So it's like, you have to have people that recharge and uplift you. You know, if everybody's just stagnant, what are y'all doing? You know, if you care oh about the God. people in your circle, you have to care about elevating them to the next level. You know what I'm saying? Whether it be mentally, spiritually, financially, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, any of any of those things. So it's just all about elevating, you know, right. getting to, to the next level. I love that. That's an excellent analogy is the cup 
fool because I really do feel like that sometimes, you know? I feel like sometimes you give your all to everybody else and then you go home and you're like, man, I had a really long day today. And then you kind of think back to what happened and you're like, well, <laughs> I feel, now I know why I'm exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. But I love what you said too, Ezra, uh, essays that everybody, everybody in their life is going to give you something, right? And if you're not giving anything back in return, then that's just selfish. That's just selfish. You want to make sure that your boys, everybody in your circle is, is elevating too. Yeah. Elevation is so important. And I saw this on Twitter is like, I want to make sure that each of my boys make it, yeah. even if it's before me. Even if it's before me. Even if it's yeah. before me, I'm bro. I'm every time. Every me, single time. I'm not going to sit here and be jealous. I'm not going to sit here and make a face because that didn't happen for me. Like, yeah. opportunities are exactly meant for the people that they're meant for, right? Yeah. And the nice thing about opportunities is that they come to everybody. And it's up to the individual to take it or not. If they fumble that, that doesn't mean that that opportunity is never going to come back again. Yeah. It just might come back in a different form. And it doesn't mean that the opportunity is gone forever. It might go to somebody else. And that person might not fumble it. And they'll succeed through that opportunity. But you want to make sure that everybody in your life, you're affecting positively. Because if you affect everybody positively, and they affect everybody positively, guess what? We live in a positive world. <laughs> positive world. <laughs> we live in a positive world. Now, I know that's not realistic, right? But it's only unrealistic because there are not enough people to make it a reality. If there were... It wouldn't be unrealistic. It'd just be hard. So let's make it hard. And then after that, let's make it easy. Yeah. <laughs> you know and then, yeah. <laughs> and then we'll make it easy for sure. And then we'll make it easy. Yes, so sir. this is a really great segue into something that Essay brought up to me last time, which is BoJack Horseman. Already. What is your favorite show? What's your go-to show, Essay, actually? My go-to show. Is Bojack Horseman. Bojack Horseman, man. <laughs> I hear a lot of things about that show. Oh, don't get me started, man. I'm going to get you started, bro. Don't get me started. Get That's my started, show. Bro. That show, so I even talked about it, dropped the click of me being like, bro, I heard the show was wild. Yeah, it was wild, bro. Yeah. I am going to go ahead and come back with you and say, I watched it. I took my time. And as somebody who understands TV, as somebody who understands not only, you know, how complex a person is, but how complex, like, a show has to be. All of those things tied together just makes BoJack Horseman so much more deep than you really, really think it is. You see the trailer and you're like, oh, this is a crazy horse doing crazy things, like, with this crazy life. Yeah. It's, it's really not, bro. It's, it's such a lesson in being accountable. It's such a lesson in being responsible for your actions and then... Not only that, but like how self-destructive tendencies can not only lead to a person's life crumbling, but literally the destruction of other people's lives as well. Everybody that you talk to and that you interact with is either a positive interaction or a negative interaction. And if your entire life is just, I hate myself, I'm negative, everything I'm going to do is because I don't care about myself, well then every interaction you're having with someone... It's giving off that vibe. It's a reflection of how you feel about yourself. Exactly. And that's what I really love the show, like how like how it does that, because it's just how can you really like personify that, you know, like and the way they do it is just so genius. Like this horse really like has done a lot of shitty things, and there comes a point where you're just like, is he ever gonna get in trouble? You know what I'm saying? Like there's Dude. people that watch the first season yeah. and they're just like, okay, like 
I watched it and it was like, all right, but I'm like, okay, like now you need to keep watching and you're going to see how his actions really do affect like everybody else. Like, right. <laughs> it's actually crazy. Cause like I, essays finished the show. Right. But I'm on, I just finished season three. Mm -hmm. So a certain someone close to his life has just passed away due to a direct correlation of events that of course Bojack was responsible yeah. for. And so there's not even really a lot of mention in the next season about how he's responsible for that, you know? Yeah. And it's like, are you serious right now? This man is not going to be held accountable for the destruction of life. Yeah, the destruction of a whole of, life, yeah. A whole, a, literally a whole life. And you're just sitting here like watching the show and all the flashbacks that he's had and all, all the opportunities that he's had to be a positive influence and in how yeah. every single time he's kind of taken the road that is traveled, you know, the road that's like, oh, I'm just going to be a dick and get what I want. Yeah. And you see, you, you're able to see how those actions constantly, not just one or two, but constantly over years of time have made a person into who they are and how someone that trusted him and someone who really respected him as an individual saw comfort in him, saw comfort in him, saw someone that they could go to and be themselves with they lost that. Yeah. And that's such an important, we were just talking about five minutes ago about how important it is to have those people in your life. And then we see Bojack not only be that person for that specific individual, but also watch him detach themselves and watch him poison that relationship. And it's like, wow, if I'm not careful, this is easy to do. Mm -hmm. It's and, so and easy. And you can see the, it, it, it has many flashbacks of, like, his trauma. Like, you know what I'm saying? When he's, like, a little horse or, like, something that his parents did or, like, it goes right. to, like, something that his even his grandparents did or that his, like, aunt did that. You know what I'm saying? Like, how all of their lives, like, all that generational trauma is just unloaded on Bo Bojack. But, like, it's undealt with trauma, you know? Like... Suppressed. If you've seen the show, like, you know, season six, he goes to rehab and, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, shit happens, like, all that. But, like... It's still like, where does the where does where does it end? You know what I'm saying. So it's like, when it comes to accountability, it's it's hard it's hard to see it for yourself, but it's easier to see it through the lens of other people. You know, like everybody is everybody can like look at somebody else's life and be like, oh okay, well all you need to do is this this this, but like you can't look at yourself and be like, we just need to do this 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 and this. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. That show literally provides us that lens of accountability of like, well, why doesn't he just do this, this, and this? And like, we're saying that. So it's like, if we have that kind of awareness to, for that horse to do it, like, why can't we have that for our own selves, you know? Bro, that's, I love that you just said that as a, literally anybody that's been watching my podcast from the beginning knows that. The reason I love movies, the reason I love television is because you get to see the experiences and stories of other people and you get to understand the mistakes that they've made how they've come to be the person that they are and how the choices have led them there. And Bojack Horseman is the perfect example of, okay, we know this guy's a fuck up. We know he's not doing well. And we are going to show you everything that happened to that point. He was talking about how Bojack's generational trauma is such a huge role in how he treats other people. And you don't even really realize how your drama has 
uh, your generational trauma has affected you. Sometimes you don't even think about that because, yeah. oh, well, my family mm-hmm. is just perfect, you know? Like, isn't every family like this? Isn't every family going through the things that I'm going through? No, bro, they're, they're actually not. Like, it's kind of crazy how sometimes you don't have that conversation with your people. Just like, your family doesn't do this? Yeah. Like, oh, that's crazy. My family's been doing that forever. Like, you, you guys don't treat each other that way? Mm-hmm. You're not always, like, making fun of each other? Yeah. You guys say, I love you. Yeah. What is this? You yeah. know, like, things that you thought were normal maybe maybe aren't. And that's totally okay, but you have to understand how that dynamic that you've been living with your entire life has affected your relationships, has yeah. affected the way that you interact with people. and The way that you see the world. The way that yeah. you see the world. It's so important because... In order to know where you're going, you have to know where you've been. And if you're not really taking that self-reflection of, well, maybe I'm seeing the world incorrectly. Maybe not even incorrectly, just through a different lens. Yeah. And you start getting different lenses. As SA was saying, this show is a perfect lens for accountability. So let's say you're living the perfect life, as according to you, and then you watch BoJack Horseman. You find that you maybe have a lot of similar tendencies as yeah. BoJack Horseman. Yeah. You might even It's convicting. Come, yeah, that's all convicting. It's convicting. So. And you definitely understand that like so this is what happened to Bojack Horseman with this tendency, and I have this tendency. Is there something in this show that has led me to the same conclusion that he's been through? But maybe I've been kind of ignorant as to yeah. this is something that I've been through, but I ignored it because it was a one and done. Well, is it a one and done? Have you taken a look at your behavior? Have you seen that this is a pattern of repetition in your life? And if it is, make that change. But it's crazy to me how Bojack, like, goes through basically four to five seasons of just the worst behavior you've ever seen of anybody, but still kind of being super successful. Oh my god! Still bro. reaching, you know, peaks in his career, new heights, doing all that, all of these things. It that just doesn't make sense. Didn't think were possible. But it's funny, just because it's like there's some people in life that they can just get away with, you know, their behavior and their toxic traits and tendencies. Like, you know, I'm no police of just, you know, like conviction or, you know, what I'm saying, telling people Absolutely. who's right and wrong because I know I'm not perfect. So it's like same y'all. At the same time, it's just like eventually. If you don't see your actions and the way that you move is affecting this, that, and the other, it's going, it's going to end up in your face. You know what I'm saying? It's going, it's going to end up like, oh, okay, this is really what it is. And it might be too late, might be fixable, and it might not be fixable, you know? So it's just like, eventually it's going to come to you, but you can make the effort. And that's what it's all about, taking care of your mental, like taking away, like taking a break from the, the normal, from the routine, like go take a different route to work or school. You know what I'm saying? Like eat somewhere else that you've never eaten. Like, you know what I'm saying? Rewire your brain and do new things. So that way you can start becoming the person that you want to be, you know, like exactly. you can't change without change. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like it's so funny. Like it's literally a paradox. You can't change without change. Cause like something has to change for you to change. You know what literally, I'm saying? Dude. I'm so glad you brought that up, dude. Change is inevitable. I literally, so in my classes, I'm a business major. I'm going through organization development classes right now. And one of the key things that my classes keep mentioning is that organizations and companies in general are Mm -hmm. afraid of change, right? And it's because change is hard. Change is time consuming. And change also requires maybe not the admission of guilt or being wrong, but also just kind of like, 
there's something better that could be done. Yeah. We're not saying that you are doing anything wrong. We're not, because by no means are we perfect individuals. By no means are we saying that we are the examples by which you should live your lives. We are simply saying that an awareness to oneself can only be beneficial for not only your own individual growth, but also the interactions that you carry with other people, as well as the impact that you're leaving on this world, right? So change in organizations is scary because it's time consuming. Companies don't really want to admit that there's a better way to do things and they definitely don't want to really make the effort to undergo an entire change for a company that isn't doing bad. Yeah. But change is inevitable. And at the end of the day, if you're not changing, everything else around you is. Because change waits for no one. You know, the sun is going to rise no matter what. The seasons are going to change regardless of you got summer clothes or you got fall clothes. You know, (laughs) If, if you're unprepared for the things that are coming, then you'll always be stuck in the place that you are and you'll be left behind. Yeah. And then that's that's low key where depression could set in as well, because you're unprepared. You low key um, get stuck in a pattern of repetition, and two years later you wake up and you're like, "Man, what have I been doing?" Right? Yeah. You're like, "I could have been doing so much more," <laughs> and then you're like, "It's too late for me." Yeah, I want y'all to understand that it's never too late. It is never too late to make a positive difference in your life and it's never too late to change the behaviors that you have noticed are self-destructive, yeah. you know? And that's really what BoJack Horseman is about as well, is that accountability is so, so important because if you don't change, you're just going to continue to affect people negatively. But if you do, you'll finally start to be a positive influence in yourself. Accountability. Accountability, ladies and gentlemen. It's so <laughs> important. It's so important. It's, it's more important, too, when you've messed up. Accountability is great when you've done something right, right? Like you get a raise at work because you're doing all your job right. You're getting all your tasks done. You're meeting all your performance metrics. You're like, man, I did that. I'm proud of myself. That's awesome. That's dope accountability. And we applaud you for that. Harder accountability is maybe you cheat on your girlfriend. You know, maybe you failed a test because you specifically didn't study for it because you went out with your boys. Maybe you got in a car accident because you were just not paying attention. Maybe whatever it is, you know, you were down bad. You didn't go to work and now you can't pay your rent. Whatever it is, that accountability is going to be hard if you made a mistake. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't do it. It just means that it's going to be hard. All hard things are going to lead to something better on the other side. Because it's going to make you stronger. And that resistance to change only makes it harder. So the quicker you embrace it, the quicker you understand that everything can be improved. And no matter how great you're doing or how poorly you're doing, you can always be in a better place. And that starts with taking accountability for your actions, being aware of what you're doing and how you're interacting with people and making the effort, which is so important because you can be aware and make no effort. And making that effort to start enacting those new goals, those new accountability standards for your life. So, SA, my man, thank you so, so much, bro, for coming through. It's been a good time. Great conversation, man, obviously. And if y'all don't already follow Juice, 
please follow my man. We're going to put all his social media on the bottom. He's going to be coming out with new music very, very soon. Very soon. You already know I'm going to be hopping up on all my social media. So <laughs> please be ready for that. And thank you guys so much for tuning in. As always, I'm Kip Cantu. I appreciate all of you. And this was Kip. <laughs> Peace.